Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right, 858. The Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fees. Summer Breakfast. Welcome back. Great to have your company on Summer Breakfast. Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell. And on Monday, Scoob, uh, one of, if not the biggest annual sporting event in Australia, uh, burst into life at Melbourne Park. It is the mighty Australian Open. In the men's, it's seemingly a race to match Novak Djokovic and Igor Svartek, the runaway favourite in the women's. And this man will be right across it all. The draw's in place it's all systems go now, and Brett Phillips joins us on the line. BP, a very good morning to you. Sam, um, Simon, good morning, guys. Yes, the calm before the storm, although, you know, it's turned into a three-week extremity yeah. now, so <laughs> it's action-packed down at Melbourne Park, and we haven't even got into the main draw just yet. No, we're going to have uh, Nick Kyrgios up against Novak. These exhibition, uh, This exhibition match sold out in less than an hour, BP, and money for charity. So you're right, we're... With that and all things at Adelaide and Kuyong and everywhere else, it's a, it's turned into, a, a as you say, a three-week carnival. Yeah, there's plenty going on. Eyeballs everywhere. I mean, Qualies has been great to watch uh, this week. And, you know, we've got a couple of Australians through. Uh, we would love more, Sam. I mean, two out of 28 is not a good strike rate, but uh, two good stories. Max Purcell, he mm. could be anything in the sport, who's got freakish talent. And Alexander Vukic, who's uh, pretty blue-collar and just a hard worker and, you know, arguably could have... Um, maybe got a wild card directly into the Australian Open. So, yeah, they got through. Uh, Thanasi Kokonaka still alive in Adelaide. I, I was sort of torn with that one because when he won last year, he was so cooked by the time he got <laughs> to Melbourne. Quick turnaround. He got absolutely uh, walloped in the first round and he's drawn the Italian Fabio Fanini and then maybe a Murray or Berrettini in the mm-hmm. second round. But he's got to defend points too in Adelaide. When you win, you've got to... Uh, you know, back up the next year. I'd sort of, I wonder what his camp is sort of thinking because he's played great tennis in Adelaide this week and, and winning titles are tough on the tour and you sort of you cherish those, particularly at home where um, you know, the Aussies don't get to play too often. Yeah, indeed. I've been struck by the form. His form, and, and I know the Demon, Alex Demon, all went down yesterday and Andy Murray, but his form leading up until now has been very good as well. So I know a lot of the attention falls on uh, the 19th seed, Nick Kyrgios, but um, you know, the, the men have been uh, in good lead-up form as well. Yeah, look, I think their draws aren't too bad in the first round. Obviously, you know, we focus on, on Nick and, and now that we've got a draw out and, you know, he, he trained yesterday, he looks sound enough. I mean, obviously the ankle might be totally 100%, but, but clearly he wants to uh, make a good impression. He seems to have the game face on. I mean, he plays a, a guy who lit up the ATP Cup about 12 months ago, Roman Sifulin, who was a great junior but never quite transition to the pros, but he's a tricky player, but should get past there. Gascale Humbert, you know, older Gascale with that beautiful single-handed backhand, still a threat, but I don't think it can go with Nick. The one that jumps off the page is Holger Rune, the uh, young star from uh, Denmark who's, you know, got into the top 10 at 19. Uh, he'd love to take the Kyrgios skill because he's a little bit of an agitator, Holger out on the tour. So uh, let's see how everything looks and, you know, 
possibly a projected matchup with you know Djokovic in the quarters. Um, there's nothing really that is going to trouble Novak as long as he's 100%. This is going to be the interesting thing. And uh, I suppose we'll find out later today if he does pull the pin late on the little XO tonight, Sam, that might give us an indication that things aren't that well with the hamstring. Mm. Um, BP, you got any worries about Rafa coming in here? I mean, he's, he's the number one seed, but I've never seen him have a as low-key a build-up to a Grand Slam as he has for this Australian Open. Yeah, looked a little step off at the United Cup, Simon. He said he's come to Melbourne for a positive training week. He needs to feel positive vibes. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about his first-round opponent because I'm covering Adelaide at the moment. And big Jack Draper from Little Sutton, Little Borough there in London, uh, this boy 12 months ago was 200-odd in the world, wasn't even on the radar, shot up. He, bro- he actually improved his ranking 22 times last year to be 40 in the world by the end. Now, he's built like a brick shelter shed. He serves absolute thunderbolts. And he's got, he's a, he gets into the net, which I love. These big blokes not anchored to the baseline. He gets in big wingspan. He plays Nadal in the first round. He's in the semifinals of Adelaide today. And that's a tricky opponent. And then if Nadal did get past that, he'd probably play Brandon Nakashima who won the next-gen ATP finals uh, at the back end of last year, a star young American. So it's tricky draw for Nadal. And you're right, he, you know, I mean, we never quite know. I mean, you can sort of play dead a little bit and think, you know, the body's had to fall apart and those knees are going to give way and then he just produces Herculean <laughs> efforts. So we'll, uh, we'll wait and see. He'll be primed and uh, he's had a, yeah, a good training week. Just before we get to the women, BP, uh, it's a, it's another year, unfortunately, where I guess the number one ranked player isn't there. I mean, it was all about Novak last year. We know that. But Carlos Alcaraz, I know you're a big fan. You would have been mightily mm. disappointed that he couldn't feature. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but the good part is is that he's going to be coming back here uh, for the next 15-odd years. So, mm. yeah, we're going to get to see him a lot. Um, but it's probably no surprise. I and mean, what he put his body through last year, particularly we think of that you know, quarterfinal at the US Open, which was just uh, out of this world, the physicality of that match. Uh, he did pull up a little lame with the abdominal strain, got another training injury and he needs to get himself right for another big season, just the way he plays uh, tennis. But I think the men, is, there's still so much firepower and star power there that, yeah, we're going to be blessed with two weeks of pretty good tennis. On to the women. Uh, open draw in the women, or are you, you're seeing some standouts? Well, if we just go into the year and sort of set the year up, I mean, Igor Sviantek is uh, so far clear as the world number one, but... The United Cup, uh, while it's not the total barometer, Simon, she lost to Jessica Bagula. Now, Bagula's three in the world, and I've always thought mm. the gulf between these two was quite large. She hadn't beaten her for four years, hadn't really looked like beating her in the handful of meetings, but Bagula's improved a lot. And, I mean, as we know, you're at the top, you're hunted, it's tough to stay there, and everyone wants to take your scalp. So if she's just a little bit off, then the draw is absolutely wide open. But if Eager's in the zone and she plays... Her, her game style and on her terms, she's going to be very, very tough to beat. So, yeah, the women have got to step up. There's a few in the top ten that I would just put an asterisk and go. I can't even, I can't even actually see you winning a Grand Slam. I mean, that's how far I think mm. the gap is. But it might just come down to the day and a match up and a little bit of luck for a couple. Um, Ola Tom Lanovic, awkward draw, BP. Yeah, it is. Uh, Potteroska first round. I mean, she's using a protected ranking, I think. Uh, made a surprise semi-final at Roland Garros a few years ago, but has uh, been a bit off the mark. Then I think it's mm. yeah, either a Sophia Kennan, who's in the semis in Hobart today, won the Australian Open, but 
had a lot of injuries, trying to work her way back, or uh, Azarenka potentially, who's still you know as fired up as she was when she won two Australian Opens, as a much younger uh, player in a different time of her life, and then maybe a Madison Keys, Sam, in round three, who has looked has looked great at the United Cup and made the semis last year, losing to Ash. So yeah, it's not the perfect draw for someone that hasn't played any lead-up matches. Uh, she was at the Netflix premiere last night. And she'll be a big factor in that when that gets launched a little bit later on uh, today. But, you know, I don't think we maybe at this stage should set too high expectations for Isla. Now, just quickly, does Novak get a hard time from the rank and file at Melbourne Park? Well, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll see if Craig Tiley's words, Sam, mm. has had any effect on uh, the general public out there who will uh, go to the tennis and everyone has a different mind, don't they, as to what they think is uh, suitable etiquette and suitable barracking and... I've got a feeling that uh, there'll be a couple of um, mm. uh, feathers ruffled during the fortnight. I don't, I don't think it'll be total smooth sailing, but I think the bulk of us out there, us Melbournians, are, are pretty educated tennis fans who love the champions being here. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a major disruption, uh, but we might get a little indication tonight with the, the sellout. Can you believe a practice match? He's yep. live on the TV ahead of a Grand Slam. I didn't think I'd ever see it. That's amazing. Now, tomorrow, I'm imagining you're getting yourself down to, to Kuyong BP. You got the chance to test out this 7th Gen Yonex V-Core racket, all the rage. Uh, y- yes, indeed. It's an absolute beauty. Uh, Yonex every year Sam, are launching a new racket. Uh, Caroline Garcia, the world number four, she's going to be there from 3 o'clock. So... Look, you don't need an excuse to get down to beautiful Kuyong, the spiritual home. It all Can you have a hit with uh, Caroline? <laughs> yes. Well, you, you know, you might be able to try and retrieve one of her forehands. Uh, she <laughs> is hitting the ball absolutely beautifully at the moment. But, yeah, there's a centre court uh, challenge uh, from 12. I think the launch is a little bit later on that day. And, yeah, the new V-Core racket is a beauty. I had a good question for you, BP. I'm not allowed to ask it because Sam said... Well, I'm sure we'll get BP back on soon. BP's about oh, to be I've the busiest man in Australia. So you just when put, he comes back on. Okay, you just put that in your skyrocket <laughs> for a talking, later date. It has been, BP. Sorry, I can't ask you the, the time has flown. Sam up. has told me I've got to shut up. We'll set you on <laughs> your way, Brett. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, I know you will, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Uh, pleasure. Thank you, guys. Oh, great. Brett Phillips there ahead of uh, Monday's commencement it's of the be a good Australian Open. Well, good. You'll need it for next time. Uh, we'll a take a break. ranking? Right now.